It's Window Nation's semi-annual sale, and it's a big deal. Right now, get 50% off all windows along with no interest for five years plus bonus savings when you schedule a consult today. If your windows leak, get foggy or hot, or you're paying high utility bills, that's a big deal. With Window Nation's semi-annual sale, you can replace your windows and save a big deal, too. Schedule a no-obligation in-home estimate now. Call 866-90-NATION or visit windownation.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. This is, is the Go Birds Podcast. Go Birds! Go Birds! Hey, hello. The Go Birds podcast presented by Parks Casino and Sportsbook, the Parks Picks Pod. Just talking to Glenn Mack now, hanging out. Yes. It's always fun. Cool thing of working here, we always say it is you just walk through the studio and there's legends, all types of, legends yeah, everywhere you people go. I listened to growing up. Very cool. Yeah, it was very cool. Big talk, hockey discussion. Talk a little Glenn. flyers, deep cuts, and uh, don't worry. We won't subject any of you well, listeners to that. No flyers talk for you. Don't worry. That's what I was going to say. Welcome. So I think like, well, obviously we're the Go Birds pod. We talk Eagles. But I think we can confidently say a large portion of people that listen are also Sixers fans, also Phillies fans. I'd be curious to know how many people that listen to the Go Birds pod also really care about hockey. Well, I think there's a difference between like really caring about hockey now and having been a Flyers fan. Like, I've been a Flyers my whole life. They were my dad's favorite team without a doubt. They're my uncle's favorite team. Like, I grew up in a Flyers household. Like, yeah. I loved the Flyers when I was growing up. But over the last, you know, five to ten years with the way the sport has gone, and particularly the way the team has and the ownership of the team and all that, like, I have phased out. Like, I still care about the Flyers. I watch the playoffs when they're in it. Like, I'll pay attention to a regular season game on my second TV. If I'm hanging out, I'll have it on. Right. But like, I don't care like I used to. I'm not as connected to the Flyers as I used to. So I think there's probably a portion who don't care at all. And there's probably a portion who used to really care, and it's fading for them, and that's sad. So it's, and so I agree. Growing up, I did not follow hockey like at all. I mean, again, when they were good, I would watch the games. I think hockey live is actually the best sport to watch Without live. a doubt. Like, it's not even close. I think it's the best live sport there is. The first Flyers game I went to, I sat two two uh, rows behind the goalie, and it's, like, unbelievable. Like, they're so big. Like, I, I don't think on TV it really came across to me, at least, how big these guys are, mm-hmm. even though you know their height. Like, they're so big, they're so fast. It's so, yeah, it, it is sad. But Glenn brought up to something interesting. I don't, we weren't going to talk about it, but I want to ask you on the pod now. Love it. So he said the face of the uh, Sixers is Joel Embiid right yep. now. Face of the Phillies, is, Phillies Bryce is Bryce Harper. The face of the Flyers is gritty. Absolutely. Without a doubt. And then he asked us who the Eagles was, and I thought, we, you know, there was like hesitation amongst yeah. the three of us. 
I well, I said what I the honestly what I said, and and it was the first name that came to my mind. It was the first thought that came to my mind is Howie Roseman is yeah. the face of the Eagles. That's who, that was my first thought. Look, I think you could argue for Kelsey. You've talked about maybe the all time all time Eagle right there with Doc these days. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe above him, below him, whatever you want to argue. But like in terms of like all time Eagles, in terms of the combination of play on the field, off the field, the moments he's had, all that type of stuff. He's top, top, top tier all time Eagle. But I would still say when I think of the Eagles first, I think of Howie Roseman. We talk about how he's so much more. He's out there so much more in that way that I think it's Howie. Yeah, I mean, I remember when they traded Carson, me and you were talking about how like, and it's continued, but like how often we talked and said the name, talked about and said the name Carson Wentz, how often I tweeted it, right? Mm -hmm. And like Howie's right there with it. And I think that when you talk about the face of the franchise, it's just who people associate the team with the most. And Howie's been here the longest. He's been here for all the big moments, right? Like he's now- And was even here before the general manager. Like it feels like Howie's been been here for the team like 20 years. Yeah. I I mean, Mark Eckle, I used to cover the team with, says he remembers like when Howie was just like an intern. He started to like see him in the- the cafeteria. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I think it's probably Howie. Like, and I think part of that is because they don't really have a, a quarterback that like is the guy. Like yep. it was Carson for a while. Like, sure. He was the guy. McNabb, even though McNabb was on teams with like Dawkins and all that, I to me still always feel like McNabb was the guy on mm-hmm. that team, like the face of it. So I think when you don't have a quarterback it really opens things up. It's hard for Kelsey to be the face of the team just because of the position he plays, in my opinion, even though I do think he's an all time Eagle. So yeah, I, I think it's probably Howie. Like, if they were to take a picture of, like, the four most important people on every team, I think it would be Embiid, Harper, Gritty, and Howie. Wow. Two mascots and I, one. Uh, I don't even know what to say to it, you know. Yes. Right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, think about the, the, the decision-making, uh, who people kind of, like, get mad no, at the I, most I, Like I said, losses. I think it's Howie. I said it was Howie, but it's weird to think that it's Who's Howie. Who's the next player to be the face of the Eagles? After Kelsey you're talking about? Or, like, who will be the next Yeah. Big? Well, I think it's a question of if you think Jalen Hurts is a long-term answer or not, right? If he is a long-term answer, it'll definitely be Jalen Hurts. If not, they might not be here yet. Or, I mean, Devontae, I don't know, probably not. Probably know? not. Jalen's a little quiet Yeah. to be, like, the face. Sure. Devontae's, Jordan Mailata, but Jordan he's, a, Mailata, he's a, I think t- a very offensive good. lineman, Again, offensive but, like, lineman. the personality. If we're just talking, like, what kind of personality can transcend and become this, like, Jason Kelsey-esque type of personality right. in Philadelphia, I think is probably one of those guys you would think about. Maybe it'll be somebody at the combine. Look at that. Speaking of which, look at that. What a, what a pro, man. What a pro. Now he's waving his arms in the air. You guys missed a brilliant Lady Gaga impression yes, right before earlier. we started recording. Yes. Like, the second before. It was, like, this close to catching Could have had it. it. Yeah, it was pretty. But unfortunately, pre- now nobody can. Pretty amazing. Except you. It's pretty. Yeah, it's uh, and Kristen all day. I will though. always, I will yeah. always treasure. All right, combine. I want to get to your thoughts on the combine, but I'm actually going to start with my own combine take. How about that? I'm excited for Mr. it, Mister. I was at the combine. Uh, you know this take, and I'm sure people listening. I've, I've mentioned it in the past somewhat. The hand size thing. I'm all out on Kenny okay. Pickett. Eight and a half inch hands. Dude's got my hands. Are we so, kidding? Like, did you see the the Warren Sharp tweet that he put out about it? So, nah. and uh, multiple people referenced there is no one in the NFL who has a smaller hand than Kenny Pickett right now. No one. There has not been a player drafted in the last five years with yeah. hands as small as Kenny Pickett. And the last successful quarterback with hands as small as Kenny Pickett was Michael Vick, who was like the all-time unique case of, you know, best athlete we've ever seen, strongest arm we've ever seen. Oh, right. Like, like. Guys with hands that small don't succeed at the quarterback position in the NFL, like factually. So these I'm are out. The, I'm so far out on getting bigger. I'm like light years out. Like he's like, 
Just Way because down. of the hands. I'm curious. Like, just so because you know, of the hands. You also have to not like him otherwise. No, just because of the hands. So let's say he had normal size hands. I think then I then I would. Then it, would you say the Eagles should draft him? I don't know. I right. I would be more into it. Like I would at right. least be be looking into him more. I don't want them to draft any of these guys. I want you know I'm good with Hurts for another year. I don't think any of them are going to be necessarily better than Hurts. I'm sure someone will be good. It always happens. Yeah. But I don't know who it is, but yes, on the hand size, I think that is so important for a quarterback. Obviously. I'm out. I'm out on Kenny Pickett. I think he will fail as an NFL quarterback. That's so how I'm, I feel. Co- I'm conflicted because my initial reaction is this is silly. It shouldn't matter. That's my initial reaction, right? But logically, but like, gotta hold the I ball. Mean, let's be real. Like, I haven't measured my hands, but if you're saying you have eight and a half inch hands, like our hands are pretty similar. I don't know. I, I was joking. Okay. I, I didn't measure it, but like it, like. Let me put it this way. So my Justin in Tennessee, our great buddy Justin in Tennessee, his 16-year-old son measured his hands, and he was like eight and a half. He was like the same as so Kenny Pickett. I can picture Justin from Tennessee, son, being like, like no, a he's future not that big. He's like a normal. Lineman. He's like a normal sized kid. Like I've okay. seen pictures of him. He's like a normal sized kid. He's not like small or anything, but he's normal. He's a normal sized kid. I just kid. feel like Justin from Tennessee's dude, life was so meant to have his kid dude, on the Tennessee football so, yeah, team. Yeah, well, that's true. You know, so many people like tweet like it's. It seems like eight and a half inch hands are like. Right. Really and so, small. So, and also, real quick, to all the people like, well, he was fine in college. You realize it's a smaller ball in college, right? Like, we get that, right? The college ball is smaller than the NFL ball. Wow. Okay? I, I, yeah, I, I did not know that. Yeah, it's wow. smaller. Well, he did fumble it 26 times. And it's smaller. It's yeah. a smaller ball. So, And, like, he played in Pittsburgh, which I get is a cold-weather town and all that, but, like, he did fumble it a lot. Yeah. And the, the ball being smaller is definitely... I'm so Noteworthy. out. I'm I'm light years out. I also Pickett. just That's think like, take. and I know these two things are connected, and this is more my analysis of it, very like on brand Elliot analysis. I just can't hand my team over to a quarterback that wears two gloves. Like uh, and, same. And I know Another he's doing great it because of the it. small hands. Like I get well, that's the, the point. Yeah, he I has get to that. Wear a glove to play quarterback. But I'm saying even if he had normal size hands and he wore gloves, I'd be like, no, no, no. Agree. Right. Agree. So like, yes. I just can't do it. So like. I will admit, like a month ago, there was like a two-week period where I was talking myself into Kenny Pickett. I hinted at it on the pod. You knew how deep this was going with mm-hmm. me and Kenny Pickett. Oh, yeah. I am not like as out as you are, but I have moved on from Kenny okay, Pickett. Okay, good. I would not draft him at 15, 16, or 19. Okay, good. So let's get into this, some stuff in the comments, and then we'll get into some, uh, some Sixers talk, some betting talk and all that at the Parks Picks pod. But quickly, since you were in the combine- yeah. Uh, and we'll be on the radio one to three. Check us out, and we'll we'll talk more combine stuff, but but not as much as you Probably know. More combine quarterback yeah. stuff here. So so let's start with Malik Willis. Like that, I think that of all the quarterbacks, yeah. the one who kind of popped the most there in terms of social media. I don't know about the drills and all. We weren't no, there yeah, for all that. Like, uh, it seemed like Malik Willis, the sixty yard throw. Oh my goodness, I've never seen a throw like, like that. Like right, oh, I have, a, I, have a, I have a take on that. The take should be it's a freak. There's no one there. It's yeah. him standing and throwing a football. I, like what are we doing? This is not like oh my god, what a perfect throw. It should be perfect. You're a quarterback. You should be able to hit a wide open guy with no pass rush coming at you, no pads on. Anyway, what do you by think the about way, that? By the way, that was peak James Seltzer voice. By the yeah, way, that was that Charlie was like, Day yes, to a T. That was like yeah. yes. Um, Hold on. So here's my thing. I think the combine quarterback throwing is perfect for everybody seeing exactly what they want to see. Yeah. Like if you believe in Malik Willis, you're gonna look at that and be like, "Wow, what a throw!" If you don't think it, you're gonna be like, "It looks kind of just like every other throw." I went back and I watched Jalen Hurts combine. Uh, and look, like Malik Wells has a stronger arm for sure, but Jalen was throwing the ball perfectly fine down the I'm field, sure fifty he plus was. yards, yep, right? Like I'm it sure. wasn't sixty, but I looked like Jalen threw it from the ten, and it got to the other teams like thirty-eight. Malik Willis threw it from the ten, and it got to like the thirty-five or thirty-four. So yeah, it went further, had a bigger arc, like for sure. But 
we saw Jalen last year. He really doesn't throw a great deep ball, right? Sure. So, But at the combine, you look at it and you go, oh, wow, look at this. So I think the Malik Willis thing, yes, he can throw a ball far when there's no defenders. He played at Liberty. And I think a, I personally think a red flag is that he left Auburn and he went to Liberty. Yeah. Like, uh, like you, people can get on Jalen Hurts all they want from transferring. He went, he went from, to Oklahoma. Oh, yeah, he went yeah. from Alabama to Oklahoma. Yeah. And, when, and when Oklahoma was like, at its peak of like quarterback factory, yeah, Lincoln, Lincoln Riley, Riley the whole like, thing. yeah. So I'm I'm just concerned about Malik Willis. Also, from being an indie and seeing Malik Willis, he's not a big guy. Like really, not not a big guy. Like when he was walking to the podium, I initially thought he was a running back. Like just oh, just wow. like the size, the stature yeah. of it. Yeah. So like he's he's not a big dude. Um, and that would be a concern of mine. Like Jalen, I have to look up their weights, but like just physically seeing both of them in person, Jalen looks bigger to me. Wow. So I think that we all know that Jalen has a rap for being smaller for yes. yeah, most people. Yeah. Right. So the Malik Willis thing, like I just, I would like the, he, to me, he doesn't have a special enough arm. I think like this is a trap people fall into with the combine where, um, you, like people look at it and they're like, well, he has the best arm in the draft, so he's the best option. Like, no, you're tying your franchise to a guy. Like, we've talked so much in this pod about trying to find like a Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes type arm. That's not Malik Willis's arm. He might have the best arm in the draft, but he does not have a special arm. Like, I think Desmond Ritter's arm is just as good as Malik Willis's. I, I don't. I'm confused as to why more people don't like Desmond Ritter. Yeah, like, you've been he, on the Desmond Ritter island. He, he, he took Cincinnati like to the college playoffs. Like he's a winner. He played at a big time program. He's the best athlete I think of. He tested at least as the best athlete uh, in the draft. He has just as strong arm as Malik Willis. Like I, I am as out as you are on Kenny Pickett. I am as out. Wow. On, on Malik Willis. Love it. Yeah, I, I'm whatever on Malik. Willis. I don't want them to draft any quarterbacks in the first round. So I'm essentially out on all these guys from that perspective. But, like, second, third round, if one of them falls or whatever, like, I wouldn't lose my mind if they took a shot on, like, Carson Strong in the third or something like that if he falls or whatever. Like, so, whoever. I'm just throwing a name out yes. there. You know, someone who I think could fall. Like, someone who's not one of those, like, For sure. I get your point. Willis, yeah. those guys are going in the first round. So, like, I, I think would, Ritter goes in the first round. I though. think there's a decent chance. We'll see. Regardless, um, I, I don't want any of those guys, so I'm, like, kind of good with that. I want to get your franchise swag rankings, though, because you yes, did absolutely. go around and yes. you went to – you saw all these guys from Sam Howell to – Matt uh, Corral, Corral the whole thing. So I want to get to those real quick. Download the Park Sportsbook app. You listen to Park's Picks Pod. We have been having such a blast betting on all this basketball action. I mean, since a certain bearded fellow has come to uh, to Philadelphia, it's just been so much fun to watch this team. So much fun to bet on this team. Yeah. We'll talk a little bit more about betting on the team a little bit later, but can't bet on the team if you don't have the Parks app. Just saying. Certainly can't do it in a fun way. Yeah, not with us. Yeah. We, you will not be our friend if you don't do it that way. Don't you want to be our friend? Well, and it's an easy time to make money. Like, the hearted numbers are still too low. Too low. Too low. And that's the beauty is you can bet on individual player performances, points, rebounds, assists. You can bet on the games themselves. You can bet on live in-game betting, which really, honestly, especially in basketball, like, there are there is real money to be well, made. We look against Cleveland. In the live, exactly. Yep. Like, teams are always down and they always come back and win. Like, just do it. Just follow these things. Look at the, like, wait for the line to drop a certain amount and you get a team that was a a five-point favorite as a plus 200 during the game. Like, well, it's like, what are we doing? And a good strategy is, like, as people know, listen to the pod, we do not like to bet on favorites. That's why we lose our money, right? That's why we lose our money, yeah. Right. But if you look at Sixers, Cavs, the Sixers, I don't remember what exactly is, but going into the game, they were favorites, the money line. Mm-hmm. If you so I think waited, they were seven or seven and a half. Somewhere. If you would have waited 
10 minutes yep. into the game, you could have probably got them at plus odds. Absolutely. They were down 18 points, like, yeah. super quick. Yeah. Yep. And I know that they don't jump the odds too quick, too early. It takes a little but time. I'm sure they were at least plus 100. Yes, like, there yeah. would have been good odds. Take advantage of it. And coming up soon, a little March action, oh, if yes. you know what I'm saying. So that's going to be awesome, too. And as you know from last year, we will be all over that. So here's the deal. Download the app. If you download the app right now, your first bet risk-free up to $500, a $500 risk-free bet. Just use our promo code GOBIRDS at G-O-B-I-R-D-S. Get your risk-free bet. Your risk-free bet is refunded in site credit. The website has all the details. You must be 21 in President of Pennsylvania. Gambling problem code one Andrew Gambler. All right. I have a quick quarterback thing before sure. we get to the franchise ranks. Very yes. quick. So I would not draft a quarterback in the first round. You would not draft a quarterback in the first round. If we're undrafted and they do it, and their logic is we just like this person better than Jalen, like – I get the logic. I wouldn't do it, but I think there is logic in yeah, drafting. Sure. Like look, when they drafted Jalen Hurts, I didn't see the logic look, in it. I, I, but yeah, I, here's the thing with Jalen. Like, as much as all of us as fans, and look, there are a lot of fans out there who are like really rabid about yes, Jalen. Like, I think that's like, safe to say. Intense. Like, yes. if you don't say you love Jalen Hurts, you're the worst person ever lived type of stuff. Like, yep. it's it's pretty crazy out there right now in, in these uh, social media streets, as our good friend Black Ready would say. Yes. But like. I, all that matters in the end is what the Eagles think of Jalen Hurts. It doesn't matter at all what, what I think. It doesn't matter what you think. And I would have, I've already said, my position, Jalen Hurts is the quarterback next year. I'm giving him another year. He's young enough. I think he can grow enough, all that. Like, I'm in. But if the Eagles don't think that, and they think that Desmond Ritter, or they think that whoever of these guys is a better upside, has a higher ceiling, whatever, like, then guess what? They're going to take that guy. And we need to wrap our minds around that, that, they have ultimately it's going to come down to how the Eagles yes. view Jalen and not how we view Jalen. It's going to be a wild draft night if they draft a quarterback. Ooh. It could definitely happen. But it's sure. going to be a wild. They have night. three picks. Of course, yeah. it could. It could. So, um, but again, I don't. I don't think they will. Certainly not in the first round. I don't think from the way they've talked, no one's I would be surprised. But you never know. It's going to be interesting. Yeah. So, all right, franchise swag. Okay. So keep in mind, franchise swag. It should really be called the Pax and it's Lynch. Multi, it's multifaceted. Yeah. It's the Pax, <laughs> the Pax and Lynch, Lynch franchise swag ratings. <laughs> yeah. um, Do you really? Are we gonna put that on there? We really want to yeah, think that. Yeah, it, it gives people an idea of what they're getting into. Yes. So my ranking is just like seeing the quarterbacks of being like, is this a person pretty much cool enough to lead yeah. a team? Like it's, where it's I'm a like, combination of look, charisma, yes, attitude. Game is somewhat in there, but it's a it's, it's a smaller component. Secondary, yes. Okay, so here would be my rankings. Okay, one. You're gonna go top to bottom. I figured you go bottom to top. Okay, nice. I'll go bottom to yeah, top. Yeah, like lead us to the lead us to the promised land. Okay, so I should have written these down. But Sam Howell's got to be low, right? Sam Howell definitely low. Just first of did all, not impress. First of all, taking shots at the mini hoop, like all right, yeah, bro. Yeah, and he's like, two of five at the mini hoop. Like, let's go, buddy. Yeah. Like, if you're gonna, you know, come on, your quarterback. Like, did you see the clip of Nick Sirianni on the mini hoop? By the way, no. Was he crushing it, dude? Like, he was unbelievable really? at the mini hoop. I like, believe it. He was shooting it from probably like. 15 feet away, maybe one handed. Like, I kid you not, he was competing with somebody else. Like, like, bucket, 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 like five, six, seven in a row. It was pretty unbelievable. He's going to win a Super Bowl, but (laughs) (laughs) like, like, he, this dude is special. I told you he has an it factor. What a take. I love it. He made the mini hoop. Sam Howell definitely lasts. First of all, he's kind of like a bootleg. He feels like a loser. Yeah, he's like a bootleg Baker Mayfield. Yeah. Like, he's like a less cooler version. And uh, it doesn't seem that impressive as an arm. I'm out on him. Yeah. And he's last. Uh, okay. Second to last, Carson Strong. Oh, be I, you know, my heart. I'll give him. I'll give him credit. He's got an arm. I like the he, arm. He definitely has an arm. Yeah. Very basic hair. He like, looks young. He looks very. young. That was my takeaway from. Yeah, Sam. and like 
He had a bad night at the combine, which it doesn't super matter, but that was disappointing. So he would be Ouch. Poor. poor Carson. Yes. All right. Third, Kenny Pickett. Nice. Thank you. Small hands, but he does have good hair. Kind of looks like Justin Herbert, who's very good. Mm-hmm. I feel like he has like a bit of like carries himself. He's you know a Philly fan. I feel like he would go third for me. Okay. Second, I'm really conflicted here because I did say I was all the way out. But Malik Willis has a little swag. He's definitely got swag. Like yeah. he controlled the room when he got up there at the podium. He looked very confident. There was a whole clip of him like. Helping out the homeless person in yes. Indy, which is super awesome. Which seems like it, a very it, nice it guy. It is super awesome, but we do have to add the caveat: like, was it staged? Because you have to ask that with that stuff. I now. agree. The guy you put out's a brand manager. Like, you know, you got to be a little. Yeah, he just had that. It was all happened worked out. to do it. Yeah, I, I, I'm going to assume I'm going to give the benefit out, and in that case, like, awesome. I'm rooting for Link Will. Seems like a great kid and all that, but like. I can't, we're at a point where we can't just take these things at face value and say, oh, that definitely happened, you know? Today's world. It's a shame. Yeah, yeah. All right, Malik Willis, number two. Number one, Matt Corral. Wow. Now, let me say Desmond Ritter, not even on the list. So I didn't get a chance to see Desmond Ritter Okay, okay, okay. to be honest. Matt Corral, good hair. Good hair. He, when I was at his thing, he was talking about how his team would have something on Wednesday where, like, he would lead it and, like, they would just kind of, like, talk about their feelings. I thought that seemed kind of cool. Great hair, as you mentioned. Seems really cool. But overall. Good name. Overall, not a good franchise swag draft. Like, I didn't get a feeling from any of them where I was like, okay, like. This is the guy. Like, this is the next Paxton Lynch. Good. Yeah. That's right. Good thing. I, yeah. Sadly, I didn't get to be, to get to be around Desmond, but just from like the clips I saw and stuff, I don't think, you're I don't just, get franchise just, swag from no, him either. Yeah. It just, it seems like a weak class. It's a weak class. class. Yeah. yeah. Hopefully, Howie can be the smartest guy in the room. And look, in years past where it's like that kind of class, the one that comes to mind most recently is the, the Daniel Jones, Dwayne Haskins draft, right? Like yeah. those are the two guys who went in the first round. And when your quarterback doesn't go top two, top three, or whatever, it's usually, and, Great quarterbacks don't always go there. And Daniel Jones was a reach. I mean, he went top exactly. 10, but people thought the Giants could have gotten look, him at like 16. neither of those guys is any good. So, Well, we'll see about Daniel Jones. He stinks. All right. We'll so, see. so you know. Anyway, um, all right. Quickly, before we get to some Sixers betting and stuff like that, um, which we'll do real quick, um, any other just quick thoughts or notes from the combine before? Maybe we'll talk more on the radio, but anything pop in your head? Yeah. Um, in a weird way, I think like Eagles fans won't want to hear this, which is odd, but... It really just always stands out to me when I'm at these league events how much of a better run organization the Eagles are than than other places. Just like how he carries himself, like we've said, Neo at the podium. Like Nick Sirianni, I thought was very good at the podium as well. Just like yeah, I look at all these other coaches and GMs and like I look, I think Eagles fans should feel lucky to have that they have the duo they do. Wow. I just really do. Like wow, look at there's this. a lot of incompetency in the NFL. Look at this. And it's always on display when everyone gets around each other. And the Eagles never really embarrass themselves at things like this, like other franchises do. Okay. Sure. I know everyone's going to call me a homer, but I'm just like, it is what it is. Like, I don't have to tell you guys. Like, I'm there. I watch all these people talk, and, like, they come across very well compared to other people. Okay. I believe you. Just saying. I believe you, buddy. I believe you. All right. Um, let's uh, let's get to some uh, some quick uh, Sixers talk real quick. I have a strong Sixers take off the top. All right. Lay it on me. Because right. Sixers are 4-0 and have never lost with James Harden. The Sixers are so legit. Like, the win over the Cavs was and and their win at home over the Knicks. The fact that they can come out and not play that well and still win. That's the way I felt. Incredibly impressive. So that was my thought, especially that Knicks game, I thought at the whole game and the Cavs win's more impressive. But like that was my whole thought with that Knicks win, the second Knicks game was they won by like 15 and it's like at no point did I think they were playing yeah. well. 
Like the whole game, I was like, they're not even playing well. Like, and I think like we had like the, really the only game where they looked like super awesome was that very first game with Harden with all the excitement and stuff like that. And then, but to the your point, game at the Knicks, the game I, at yeah. the Knicks, they were good, but like they they still like barely won. Yeah. Right. Whereas whereas like, but yeah, it feels like they just they win. And they win by double digits. And they find a way to win by six last night, even though they're losing most of the game and all that. And, like, it just feels like, especially, we talked so much early on about, like, don't overreact. They're just playing the Timberwolves and the Knicks. Yeah. But also, like, give this guy, give this group time to work together and gel in chemistry. Like, oh, my goodness, the sky's the limit. Well, I also think in the NBA this is especially true. And I'd be curious to get your opinion on baseball because I think it probably correlates. Like, it's not really about who you beat in the NBA regular season. It's totally. about being able to consistently totally. come out and totally. win. Like that's baseball you know, like, to a T. Like the B- factors big wins able, in baseball mean yeah, nothing. Yeah, it's not the NFL where you play like you know seventeen games now or whatever. Totally. So I think the fact they're able to win obviously is incredibly impressive. But what stands out so much to me about the Sixers is their guard play from last year to now. It's like night and day. You figure last year in the playoffs they had Ben Simmons and Seth Curry as yeah, their guards. This is a great now point. they have. James Harden and, and Tyrese, Tyrese Maxey, Maxey yeah. who are both better than Ben Simmons and Seth totally. Curry. Like it's a great Tyrese point, Maxey is already better than Ben ever was. Like flat out, Love better than take. Ben ever what was. What a take! Fire Dude, take. Tyrese Maxey last night with his team down two hit back to back threes to help them beat a good Cavs team. Dude, you tell me the last time Ben Simmons did something like that. He just doesn't. Like he does not do those things. Tyrese Maxey. And I know everyone's in my Twitter mentions like you wanted to trade him. I did not want to you trade just Tyrese Maxey. I him. would have traded him to get James Harden. And by the way, I'm still right about that. Yeah. Like you still should have gotten James Harden. But Maxey with Harden, like all I've ever wanted, all I've ever wanted is for the Sixers to have some bucket boys, just people <laughs> that go out and get buckets. Like uh-huh. that's what I want. And they have two of them now. Uh-huh. Not not just like they went from zero to two. Love like Maxey and Harden together are ridiculous. Like. They're they're so good. They're so good. They are a very good team. <laughs> they have everything. They have elite guard play. They have an MVP center. Like I love them. They're it's very impressive. Look, the, I think the the two things that scare me in the playoffs, and and honestly, the first one doesn't scare me that much. Like the bench isn't awesome. I honestly think that when you get to playoffs, you find your six, seven, yeah. eight best best guys it's- and only play those guys, and you and I think they'll be fine. I think. Having two of the three best guys in the court at all or in a game at all yes. times is going to be in such a, series, a massive yeah. advantage in a series. Um, Doc Rivers, that's my biggest worry. We'll see. The only thing that worries me is Doc Rivers. Is he's just he's like the all-time worst playoff coach we've ever seen. Like the record for collapses. Like yes, that guy's. I agree. Me. He's ahead of it. But that's it. There's like five percent of me that's like, like, I don't know. The beat Harden playoff track record. It's he's not bad, great, but, but like those things are meant to be broken. Agree. I, you know, I agree. I, 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 I'm I agree. not too. Early. I think they're gonna win it all. So like. But I'm just saying those yes. would be my words. Yeah. I think they're right there. Uh, quickly, all right. So tonight's game for the real ones who listen. Yes. Uh, at Miami, back-to-back against Miami. Miami's banged up. Miami's banged up, though. Um, we'll see. Butler might play, might not. I right. would guess he plays, but we'll see. Kyle Lowry's definitely out. Sixers, a two-point dog in Miami. Back-to-back's tough. Back-to-back on the road. In after Miami, being too. In Philly like, against Cleveland, going to Miami. Did they go out last night? I mean, Harden did, right? Yeah, so it's like James Harden. It's their first night in a cool place together with James Harden. The only night they had was Minnesota, yeah. and then I guess New York. But like you know, they have to lose eventually. Yeah, well, they're going. I lose still eventually. think I would take the Sixers minus. Two. I can't help it at plus two, and I would take oh them. plus two. Yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, then definitely underdog. Yeah, yeah. I'd take them too, uh, but it is a little risky. Yeah, quickly, let's see if uh, the um, what the odds are at. It was plus seven hundred, I think, last time we talked. Hold on one sec. Plus seven hundred, plus seven fifty, something like that. Okay, let us. Uh... 
There we go. Okay. Going to start covering some Sixers games, by the way. Whoa. I know. I'll be like, there on Monday. As look a at you. credentialed member of the Big J Sixers Press Corps. Whoa, Mr. Cover the Sixers guy. Well, I just want to be where the people need me. Yes. Uh, plus 700 odds still okay. to, win it, to win it all. Again, like the best odds there are, in my opinion. When you look at like the lists, like I know I we, we said the Lakers plus 2000s, like whatever, but plus 700 is insane. They're the best team in the NBA. The Nets, the Nets are still the, or I don't know. If I shouldn't say they're still because I haven't looked in like they two are, days. It's Nets but. and Bucks are still favored ahead of them in the East. Plus two seventy five for each of them, and plus three hundred for the Sixers. Yeah, I think yeah. I mean, they win the Bucks. The Sixers are winning it all. You heard it here there first it from Mister Big J. Covers the Sixers guy. It's gonna be me. Love it. It's all right, being all types of Sixers takes. All right, check us out one and three WIP, and also uh, if you're looking for some news action, you know, if you uh, want a little. Local podcast about Philly, hard news, Real soft big news, jazz. all kinds of. Well, both. You know, it's you got you got your, your local news, you got your your big time news, but you also got your your all kinds of stuff going on. If you need a podcast about Philly, I mean, you probably could have just seen the name and said, "Oh, John Cast." Yeah, amazing. I get name. it. Yeah. That's about Philly. What a name! Check out the John Cast. Our sister station KYW has a a great local Philly podcast. If you want a Philly. Fully local podcast. It's all about Philadelphia. There's only one place to go. Philadelphia's local news podcast is called The John Cast, and it's the John for your ears. It's your ears' favorite John. Love that. I like well, it. Well played. Uh, you can listen to it on the Odyssey app, wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, you know, all the good stuff. They have uh, business news, fun weekend activities, and like you said, you know, real deal news. They cover anything and everything with a personal touch to it. Um, so if you're looking for another pod, I mean, look, we uh, you know, we wouldn't say go listen to another Eagles pod or anything Sir, like that. Well, there's no other good ones. Yeah, yeah there's yeah. no reason to. But, right. But, you know, we're not talking about news in Philly, so if you're interested in that, and ch- if, if you've listened to us, you know that our TV and movie recommendations are straight fire. Exactly. So we would not recommend this without exactly. the official co-sign. We would never steer you down it's the, the wrong path. It's the truth. Come on. Check out the John Cast anywhere you find your podcast or on the Odyssey app. All right, E, any uh, final thoughts before we get out of here? No. Strong, definitive, quick now. Look, I'm always honest. If I don't have a final thought, I just say it. It's true. You yeah. Know? I'm not going to push that. the final oh, thoughts Oh, yeah, I got a you. final thought. And I'll probably redo this on the next pod. Oh, um, man, I do have one, actually. I will probably redo this on the next pod because uh, I know that not everyone listens to the Barks Picks pod, you know, the right. real ones. Um, so I'll do it for everybody because it is a PSA. All right. Shout out to our buddy Stokes and Ned. They know where I'm going with this one. It is a PSA because I'm sure we have a lot of parents who listen to this this podcast, especially parents of younger children, yes. and, you know, three, four, five, six, seven, that range. Bluey on Disney Plus mm. is like so far and away the best show I've ever watched with Zoe. Like it is, I always say to Emily, like the gap between whatever the best show we've ever watched is, The Wire, South Park, whatever our favorite, favorite right. shows, and the worst show we've ever watched That's together. That's the gap. It's bigger. The gap between Bluey and everything else is bigger. I'm loving the passion. Yeah, I would watch Bluey without Zoe. It's that great. Like, so if you... So a little bit later. So what is Bluey about? It's about dogs. It's about a family of dogs. It's it's four dogs. It's Bluey, Bingo, Mom, and Dad. Well, no, the dog is blue. It's like a, it's Australian. So like it's, it's a blue the, sheep it's, dog. It's not a spinoff of Blue's Clues. No, it's nothing. To, it's its own thing. Different blue no, dog. No, it is, it is Australian. 
It is a blue dog. It's the it's the mom, the dad, Bingo, and the and Bluey. <laughs> All right, go ahead. And it is like it is just it's heartwarming. It's funny. It's they're little seven minute episodes. It's super quick. You know, their kids. Is this like, sounding great to fall asleep? Dude, though? it is the it is I can't recommend I, for adults. I recommend it for adults. It's that great. It's one of the best things on television. And for your kids, it is like it's heaven. I'm telling you, with all the trash we watch with these kids, trust me, get your kid into Bluey. You will thank I'm me later. I'm trying to think of how I, how I bring up to Kristen. Hey, I know we should watch tonight. Yeah. You should check it out. It's really phenomenal. All right, here's my final thought. Yes. Earmuffs. Ooh. Furniture is fucking dumb. <laughs> <laughs> what a take. I, I like... Me and Kristen bought a roof. We have a rooftop at our new house, and we bought like uh, an outdoor furniture set. It took like three hours to put together. Mm-hmm. Like the tools involved in it are dumb. The instructions are dumb. It's overpriced. She did a great job picking it out. I love it. Mm-hmm. But like, like what are we just doing? Just have it made. Yeah. Just put it in my thing. Yeah. Exactly. I think when you buy furniture for what it costs now, it should include coming over, somebody like that knows how take. to use tools. What it takes. Yes. Yeah. I'm just over it. I'm over furniture. It's overpriced. It takes forever to get here. It's hard to put together. Let me tell you the key to all furniture. Mary Emily, because she likes to put it together. Kristen put the whole thing together. I don't ever have to do any of it. I I literally do nothing. I hang out. I'm like, oh, "Oh, you want a beer? Sure. I I do like the funny thing. Like she's like, you know, like using the Allen wrench to like put the washer. And I'm just like, I'm pretending to like hold it up so it doesn't fall. Yeah, I don't even like, pretend. I'm even doing anything productive. I don't even pretend. I'm like reading my book while she's working. It's great. What she'll do is she'll like screw it most of the way in, and then I like I tighten it up. Look like a you. little kid. I'll like, do the tighten sometimes. Yeah. How oh, could you tighten that? Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, sure. Look at me. How strong I am. It's good stuff. Yeah. So that's my take. That was a good take. I don't, like I don't hate it. Yeah. yeah. I'm with you. All right. Uh, Bluey, get rid of furniture. Sit on the floor. Uh, one to three. WIP. Yes. Check us out if you listen quickly. If not, it will be in your feed later. And until then, he's Adam James. Talk to you soon.